What's up, everybody? Let's spin some yarn. So, something interesting happened to me yesterday. I am in the midst of Cobb qualifications, which I've talked about a little bit. It's kind of like being a CMC and a submarine. You can do it as a senior chief. That's what I'm working on. Uh, there's a qualification process you have to do. So that's what I'm, I'm going through now. And kind of as part of that, I, I needed some clarification on some stuff. I kind of needed to be pointed in the right direction. I was a little confused about kind of what I should be doing as part of the process. And uh, so I went to a mentor of mine, spent some time with him yesterday. It was actually about two and a half hours, which was amazing. And and part of the reason it was so long, I think, and and part of the reason it was so impactful and I'm talking about it was I hadn't done it in a long time. That's kind of the first thing I want to talk about. So I talk about a lot of things on this podcast, about a lot of things that you can do to be more successful and to just help yourself out and to improve and, and whatever. And mentorship's one of them, right? I, I consistently talk about seeking out a mentor and, and latching onto that person and um, learning everything you can from them. And and it's something that I, I kind of thought I was doing. I had mentally checked that box. And it's, I have mentors. Uh, they're amazing people. I talk to them sometimes. And that's kind of where the problem is, is it's, it's, I was treating it as like a break glass in case of emergency type situation where I would wait until I was extremely frustrated and about to blow my top or when something bad had happened or, um, I had just gotten to the point where I was, I was like, I need this right now. Like I, I can't take this anymore instead of getting it as like a consistent, like just regular part of my normal weekly or, or daily routine, right? Just having conversations with that type of a mentor figure. So as a result of that, I, I kind of, and I, and I mentioned it in, in a recent podcast, it kind of been feeling just like run down, a little demotivated, very frustrated about certain things. Um, and after just just after having this conversation, I felt amazing, and it kind of it made me think back to a previous uh, situation that was similar. Where um, when I was at an A school, it was in a remote uh, area. I was on an army base, so I didn't have access to naval leadership. I I, I was it. I was the most senior guy there, uh, enlisted wise. So. I didn't have uh, a mentor there that was readily accessible. So I'd occasionally talk to people on the phone, but I, I was kind of, unbeknownst to me, starving for that kind of uh, mentorship. And I, I got access to it uh, during the chief season one year. We did it with uh, a nearby naval base. And previously we hadn't really done it uh, with the type of people that I needed. Uh, and so when I got access to a bunch of people, I spent some time talking to like master chiefs and, and, and then even when I got to go to the senior enlisted Academy, I got access to all these CMCs and master chiefs and senior chiefs that I, they're just a lot of experience, a lot of amazing people. And it was, it recharges you. Uh, and it was kind of an aspect of it. I didn't really think about it. God, it just gassed me up, man. Like I got to have this two and a half hour conversation that, and it wasn't like, I wasn't told anything that I didn't already know or suspect but when I was talking to him he man he's got a talent for just telling you things you already know that you're not really thinking about and it and it came upside my head like a two by four for a lot of it and kind of just framing things in a new light shining light on weak areas pointing at them and me being okay receiving it from that person that uh, not only is senior to me and has more experience than me but that I just have a lot of respect for uh, not that 
kind of for me it doesn't take uh someone that's senior to me or that has more experience than me necessarily i think it helps for sure um to set you up to be more receptive but it's just somebody that i have a lot of respect for as a leader and man like i just spent two and a half hours just getting downloaded into and it was amazing and i needed it really badly and that was kind of the first thing that i just i feel a lot more motivated and it Brought a lot of things into focus for me, gave me some weak areas to work on. Uh, and one of the things, so he gave me a bunch of books that he wanted me to check out. And as much as I, I love reading, I find that I have less and less time to do it. So uh, he talked to me about audiobooks, and I'm already a podcast fanatic, you know, for obvious reasons. I listen to a lot of them uh, on my way to and from work. I have a pretty, pretty sizable commute. Um, and then just the way that I, I'm in this habit of every time I jump in the car, I, you know, hit source until it's on Bluetooth and just pick up a podcast where I left off. So audiobooks were kind of a natural progression. And, and that's where I went. I got an Audible account and I uh, downloaded a bunch of books that he, he had recommended and then just some other ones that I, I had want, been wanting to read. Um, and one of the ones he just couldn't stop raving about was uh, it's pretty old. And I, I actually thought this was written by someone else, but. It's called uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And you probably heard of it. I've I've heard the title a whole bunch of times. I thought it was a John C. Maxwell book, but turns out it's written by a guy named Dale Carnegie. And uh, I started listening to it, and it's, uh, it's a really interesting perspective on communication and just human relationships. And it's something that I don't think I'm that great at. I'm one of those people that doesn't like people, if if that makes sense. Like I not that I don't like people, but you know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not great at interacting with everyone and I'm I'm I can I can do it. I just don't I don't think I'm great at it. And I'm not it's not something I go out of my way to do when I probably should, be it for networking or just being a better leader, right? I don't do it as much as I should. I do it I have the skill, but it's pretty raw. It's definitely a weak area. And he kind of pointed at that. And we talked about that a lot. He, he emphasized that really hard, um, that that was something I needed to work on. And this book is really interesting. I'm only partway into it, but some of the really interesting things that it's pointing out are really obvious, um, that you, you think you would know already and you think you would be exercising already, but, um, one of the things that we talked about at length was just going up to people and uh, engaging them in conversation and not engaging them in conversation uh, where you're talking at them or talking about something you want to talk about. Just going up to someone, uh, engaging them in conversation and just asking them questions and asking them questions about things they care about. And if you don't know, find out. Right. So their family, their uh, what's their favorite thing to do? One of the things he said he always asked sailors was, what do you drive? Because he's like, everybody has a car. Everybody can relate, even if you're not a gearhead. You know, like it's a good starting point. And so he was, and he relayed some stories to me about how like he got to know sailors and he broke the ice and he he basically realized he had that weakness, but then he used that as a tool to uh, change his interactions with sailors to be something where it was like he was it was forced and he was only doing it when he had to like when something was wrong he was kind of putting the fire out and so sailors interpreted that as well you're only here when like i quote unquote need you or when you have to be so that they kind of interpreted his interactions as like yeah you asked but you didn't really care and i thought that was interesting because i think i probably do that more than i do uh it the other way where 
you go out of your way to talk to a sailor and you're you're asking them just things about themselves uh, and you're remembering those things and then following up later and asking them, hey, how's your wife doing, you know, after giving birth or, or hey, how's it going with the Mustang? You know, like you any, put any new parts on it or, or whatever, right? Like whatever the case is, asking those questions and just like the fact that, A, you took the time to ask and you interacted with that sailor's big, they feel valued, right? And then the fact that you remembered the thing or you like you took you were thoughtful enough to ask about things that weren't you're asking about some personnel issue. Right. You're asking about things they care about. You're asking them to talk about those things they care about. And then you're remembering it and going out of your way again to follow up makes them feel like you care. Right. And, And it's something that like I do care and most of you do, too. Right. But I just didn't have the tool in my toolbox to go make them feel that way necessarily. I kind of thought I was already um, by some of the things I do. And I, and I think those things probably contribute, but the stories they tell in the, in the book, uh, like kind of melted my brain a little bit today as I was listening to him. Cause I'm just like, I, they, based on what he told me and then what the book's telling me, I'm kind of having a little bit of an aha moment. And again, I'm sure there's more to come cause I'm only partway through the book, but man, like I, the, the fact that I didn't realize this previously or if I had realized that I just wasn't doing it because I didn't realize the depth and breadth of the impact. Um, I thought that was super interesting and then just kind of going about it in a way where you're talking about what they want to talk about. You're making sure that you're extracting that from them where you're kind of just sitting there and listening to them, making them feel like you care because you do, right? And then just that engagement creates like a like a trust or a rapport that leads to trust. And, and it was kind of like, I was already sort of doing that. I'm big on rapport. I'm, I'm big on making sure your sailors are comfortable talking to you, but you going to them and pulling that out of them and, and creating that opportunity to have the conversation instead of just letting them come to you, I thought was super interesting. And, and I liked it a lot. And then the last thing that, as I thought about this whole thing, the, the, what I got out of it, um, just the, how gassed up I got about the mentorship session, right. Was, a lot of the things we talked about, I kind of went in there and vented and then he turned it around on me and said, you know, what are you doing about it? And pointed at weak areas. And we talked about the things I needed to do to succeed as a cob. And, and he shared stories of his failures and how I could kind of avoid those pitfalls. But he also just clarified a lot of realities of the job for me to just be like, look, man, you're going to screw this up every day. He's like, you know, there's going to be little wins along the way. There's going to be some long-term wins, but don't think you're going to go into this and crush it. It's one of those jobs that it's like you're going to feel like you're in just like a, a tornado every day of just all these things that were unexpected. He's like, there's a lot of noise. And he's like, you're operating in a gray area 99% of the time. And it's not just this cut and dry thing where you go and punch the clock, be a be an amazing leader, and then and then go home. It's like, that's not how it works. And if you're going into that with that misconception that you know, you're in for a rude awakening. And, but the big thing that I got out of it was something I guess I kind of preach, but that I wasn't doing enough myself because I was focused on getting the stuff out to you guys and, and the things I had to do at work and whatever is studying yourself is taking the time to like ask yourself, like, what do you need? Like, did I do this right? Am I doing this the best way I could be doing it? What, what do I need to do for me so that when I go to work and I'm being asked for things because they need things that I'm the, I'm the, in the best position to provide those things. I'm in the best position to lead. I'm in the best position to, 
do whatever my sailors need from me. It's like, what am I doing for me? What am I doing to stay in a good mood? That's something that I've been struggling with lately and that I've been consistently like thinking about and working on. Um, like, what can I do to manage my mood? What can I do to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm motivated and I have energy and I'm ready to go? Um, studying yourself and asking yourself hard questions, but then putting yourself in the position to, to be asked those hard questions and to be confronted with the realities of what you're really doing or where your weak areas really are. And you find that via that mentor or that sounding board, that person that you're not just willing to receive the, receive the feedback from, but that's willing to provide it for you. That's willing to point at your your warts and be like, you know, those are warts and they're ugly and you need to work on them. <laughs> you need to burn them away, right? Like you need to shore up those weak areas. And I, I thought it was it was awesome because I'd been starving for it and I I kind of realized I wasn't getting it. And I always thought to myself, there was more than one occasion where I'm like, man, I got to call this guy. Or man, there's another another mentor of mine um, that I was like, man, I got to message him or I got to go to his house and just talk about stuff. And I kept telling myself I was going to do it and then I just forgot or I made an excuse about how I was too busy or I just didn't prioritize it. And then when I finally did, I did it for a self-serving reason, right? Like I, I wanted to go get my cob calls done. And, and I, I needed to talk to somebody about like I needed advice on how to best do that and navigate that process. And and then when I did, we spent the entire two and a half hours not really. I, I, I didn't get anything done on the call card, which is completely fine because the way this went down, it was like, I God, I needed it so bad. Um, and, and now that I know that, you know, we left that with that is kind of one of the taskers was like, go find somebody that you have ready access to that you can consistently be around. And, and luckily the job I'm going to, the CMC that I'm going to have is one of the guys I would have sought out, you know, like he's, he's moving from one job to another in the area, just like I am. And, and it's a guy I know already and that I respect a lot. Um, he's the kind of leader that I want to be. And, uh, and that I aspire to be like the effect that he has and the impact that he has. And he's just universally recognized as this outstanding CMC. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to having ready access to him and I'm going to be seeking out uh, kind of some other mentors. And then I also got introduced to a, another senior chief that he's a surface sailor that's working through a, the same process. I am the qualification process and just a really interesting dude. And I'm looking forward to having him to interact with. Uh, so that was really cool too. But that, that was the biggest thing is I knew I needed it but I wasn't prioritizing it. When I finally got it, I realized how badly I needed it and all the things it was affecting. Cause I think I, my mood management, I thought was a, a sleep issue or I wasn't getting enough PT kind of thing. Like I'm a very physically active guy normally. And I'd kind of been not prioritizing that as well. Um, and then uh, diet stuff like that. It was, I was like, why am I in such a crap mood all the time? And then at work, I didn't have the energy that I thought I should. And I, I wasn't exactly getting after it for the last couple of weeks. And I mean, I was getting everything done, but I wasn't, there wasn't a lot of enthusiasm there. I wasn't as motivated as I, as I normally am to get a lot of things done and then to multitask and to be proactive and do the things that I normally do. And I was trying to snap myself out of it and it was driving me nuts. And, and that was, I hadn't even, I hadn't even entertained that I needed to like be heard by someone like that, but then to have it, I needed it turned around on me. I needed someone to spend that time mentoring me. Um, and so I plan on spending a lot more time seeking that kind of stuff out now, 
which again seems obvious, but for whatever reason, you know, you kind of you get in your mind like I don't, I, you know, I'll get it when I when I have time because I'm at a place where I don't think I need it, you know, and it's that's so not it's so not true. Shut up and take your medicine, you know what I mean? Like it was. I can't, it's hard to, I, I, it was hard to explain like how I felt walking out of there. Just like, holy crap, like just super motivated and like energetic and like every, it answered every question I had, like it fixed those problems. It was like, man, I need some more of this, you know? Um, so make sure you're taking the time to study yourself, identify the weak areas and work on yourself. Um, it, and have somebody examine that for you, right? Study yourself and then go have that person kind of QA that because uh, I, I was studying myself and I was completely missing the glaring and obvious problem. And until I luckily just happened to go see see this Master Chief um, for another reason, kind of, uh, man, it, it built me back up. It gassed me back up, fixed the motivation, fixed the energy. I feel great. I'm super motivated to like get into the stuff I've been wanting to do with the podcast and all these other projects and, and attack my cob calls and do all these other things. So, uh, so yeah, that was it. That was what I wanted to talk to you guys about today and share that, share that experience with you and just kind of remind you that like things that seem obvious, like you, you kind of mentally check that box as it, as you're doing it. And, and that's what I had done and you're not doing it, which is why you need to consistently self-assess and reassess and then go have someone else look at it for you. Like have that mentor, have that person regularly look at it from the outside in and be like, are you doing that? Really? Like, are you sure? Because it kind of looks like you need to work on that. It kind of looks like you've been avoiding these mentorship sessions because I haven't heard from you or, you know, you need to shore this up, shore that up, whatever. And then make time to read, man. I, I, I've i got like a bunch of books sitting on a shelf. I went out and bought this sweet brown leather chair that I very rarely sit in because when I am in here, I'm sitting in my desk chair recording this podcast. And uh, and I was like, oh, I'm going to spend a lot more time reading when I have more time off. And, and I love reading. And when I have time to do it, I will sit down in this sweet leather chair and do so. But it, I was, I was blowing off reading all these books because I was like, oh, I just don't have time. Well, yeah, I do. I have audiobooks. Find time. Find time to get uh, the leadership development stuff in to develop yourself. Um, that self improvement stuff is huge, and I get a lot out of it, man. Like I, when you listen to quality podcasts, um, I spend a lot of time listening to Jocko podcasts. I spend a lot of time listening to some other podcasts. I spend a lot of time now listening to audiobooks, and you'd be surprised how fast you can get through an audiobook. My commute's about thirty minutes, and. Um, so that's an hour a day minimum. And, and I usually get to the parking lot a little early so I can spend 10 minutes sitting in my car, listening to it. And then any other time I'm in my car, like I said, just source until I'm on Bluetooth and then boom, I'm listening to it again. So get a couple hours of a book done a day and each book's, I mean, it's like seven to 10 hours of, of audio. So get through a book in a week, man. So I highly recommend doing that, checking that out, audiobooks or whatever mechanism you want to do. Uh, I just chose the audible thing cause it was easiest. And yeah, uh, if you need anything from us, hit us up. Don't give up the ship podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us at don't give up the ship podcast. And you can DM us on Instagram at D gets podcast. Uh, I shared a thing today uh, doing a little giveaway thing. I got some little uh, swag stuff. We got some. Uh, I hate that word, but I say it anyway. But it's just because I know you guys identify with that word being attached to these things. But so we got these little buttons. They're kind of some small ones about the size of a quarter uh, with the blue logo on it. I got some magnets with the white logo on it. And then I have some 
uh, I think they're three inch stickers, pretty good size, high quality stickers, um, with the blue logo. Uh, and then I'm working on t-shirts still. I've, I've got a couple of like beta test shirts getting shipped right now so that I can make sure they're of high quality, um, and that the logo looks nice. And then I'm going to order a big batch of shirts. Uh, and then pretty soon I'm going to work on a store so that you guys are able to purchase this stuff if you want to help support the podcast. Uh, again, not a pro, not a for-profit enterprise. Uh, I'm easily two to three grand into this thing and it's just going to keep getting more expensive because I'm going to order some coins soon and, you know, just upgrading to this microphone and everything else. But I, I do it cause I love it. I have a lot of fun doing it. I get a lot of really positive feedback from it. So, uh, the store itself, um, it'll just be a mechanism for me to recoup some of that money, which will probably take forever if I recoup any of it at all. So, uh, so yeah, I look forward to that too. Um, and if you, if you can, and you're interested in, uh, getting some of the stuff, just, uh, like share co- comment, whatever on the, on the, social media posts. It's just a mechanism to help us get the word out there. And then you guys get some free stuff out of it. Uh, so I'll pick 10 people for this time around and and I'll do some more of them, uh, to get some of this stuff out there to you guys as well. So that's it. Uh, thank you so much for listening and don't give up the ship. 